Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie, it's you, Jamie. Don't be alarmed, but I think there's a guy following you. Maybe we should get that guard dog we talked about? Nothing too scary, maybe like a Bichon with an attitude? You know, Progressive's collision insurance covers injured dogs and cats at no extra cost, so... Wait, the guy stood up when I stood up. He's on the phone. He's looking right at me. Oh, wait, it's just my reflection. Don't tell anyone about this. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Pet coverage not available in New Hampshire and North Carolina. Well, I lied. I'm doing an extra one this week. I'm Matt Williamson. This viewer, you have reached the Locked On NFL Podcast. And here's what's shaking. Yesterday, I went over, I hope all of you listened. If you haven't, go back and check it out. All of the biggest holes remaining on the AFC side of things. Today, I'm going to do the NFC side of things. Quick show, just things that are gaping needs is basically the article I wrote for the score. I urge you to check that out. Um, I added this extra one because... I have a very good draft guest coming on tomorrow. I uh, will tell you more about him whenever we get to it. So it's a surprise. And then we'll do Twitter Thursday. So we'll do four shows this week instead of the three that were originally scheduled. I think going forward, we'll pretty much only do three until it gets to heavy draft time and there's lots to talk about. But here's a little bonus prize for you. So without further ado, let's talk about some of these needs in the NFC. And there's a lot, just like the AFC, it doesn't mean they're the biggest ones, but there are a couple I highlighted. And I will do an honorable mentions like I did last time to um, the Super Bowl runner-up. I mean, I think that it's really clear what they're going to do uh, with their early picks. And I think they could use a defensive end. Now that they've added Poe, I don't think they need a defensive tackle type. But another defensive end would be wonderful. And I think their biggest need is a guard that... Yes, this was the best offense in the league last year. They basically returned the same crew. I mean, although I think they will draft a fullback, but fullbacks aren't ever going to be priority number one, even though they used them a lot. But I thought the weakest player on their offense last year was Chris Chester, a guard. Um, he has, He was a free agent. He is not signed with anyone. Doesn't sound like Atlanta or anyone is eager to add him to the mix. There's also been talk that he might retire. So at the almost very end, sorry, Falcon fans, I'm sure you'd rather be picking 32, um, of round one, I think they have a chance to take one of the top guards in the draft. And, you know, there's, there's a handful of names there to look at. Um, if not, I think they'll use their second round pick on a guard. So think about this. You know, you have the best offense in the league. If your weakest starter or player that plays the most all of a sudden becomes a first round pick or a second round pick, and there's so many good second round guards out there in this league, you know, that you're going to get a high quality guard at the end of the second round. And that becomes a mediocre starter in round one, you know, in year one, and eventually turns into a potential pro bowler. I mean, uh, most of the guards in this league are, are from our early draft pedigree, and it's not a uh, it's a low risk position to draft. There aren't many busts at that position of early draft picks. So just think if you are the 31st overall pick is a guard, and you know, upgrades your weakest spot on already the best offense in the league. So I do think that's what's going to happen. And then in a very good edge class, I think the Falcons will also add a quality prospect to team with Beasley and, you know, and, and add to that mix, Claiborne comes back. So one of the needs here that I'm going to highlight is the Falcon guard position. 
Is that the new iPhone? Yeah, got it on T-Mobile. Fastest iPhone deserves America's fastest LTE network. Introducing the amazing iPhone 8. It's the best iPhone yet, now on America's best unlimited network. For a limited time, save up to $300 on the amazing iPhone 8 after 24 monthly bill credits. And now join T-Mobile's iPhone upgrade program for free. Eligible trade-in and finance agreement required. If you cancel service, you may lose promo credits. Contact us for details. Video at 480p. Small fraction of users over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speed. See store for details. The next one to discuss is also from a team that was one of the best teams in the league last year. Um, Dallas Cowboys. And it's really their entire secondary. First off... You know, what was the weakest area of the Cowboys in 2016? I thought it was their pass rush. Uh, They have guys like Irving and they have some talent there, but their pass rush is not certainly equipped as it stands today. And also, this is they're picking late in the first round. You know, they're not going to pick fourth and get an Ezekiel Elliott. Um, So having a bad secondary will not probably be masked by having a great pass rush in this case. Um, they brought in Nolan Carroll from the Eagles and he'll probably be a starting corner for them. And, and that's fine. You know, I mean, and I have no problem with that move, but I also feel like the Eagles weren't all that excited to bring him back and are looking to upgrade at care over Carroll at the, the corner position. Um, but the, the Cowboys, you know, they lost Morris Claiborne. They lost Brandon Carr. They lost Barry Church and J.J. Wilcox. The second two are safeties. The first two are are corners. That's over 2,800 snaps from their secondary a year ago that they saw leave. And yeah, you add Carroll in, but minus four plus one doesn't work so well. And, you know, those 2,800 snaps would have been even more if Claiborne, who was having his best season, uh, hadn't missed nine games. So, I mean, the math isn't hard to do here that a position that you were worried about to begin with is now more worrisome. You know, that, you know, there are some guys here that are okay, but the pass rush certainly isn't great to make up for it, as I mentioned. Um, They have Byron Jones, who I think is a star, and he can play safety or corner, and that versatility is wonderful. But Church played really well. Claiborne played really well. You know, again, you're not picking high. You don't have a lot of money. You do have Orlando Skandrick, and he's a quality player. Uh, Anthony Brown played well. A six-round pick last year. I, I like him. He's going to have to step up more. I mean, but, you know, he's a six-round pick. Uh, they have Jones. Jeff Heath is okay. I mean, and you have Carroll. And, you know, so I think that... You know, the obvious, and we don't play today, but the obvious approach to play in the Cowboys would be, let's try to get them in their nickel. Let's come out in three and four wide and and threaten that depth of their secondary that's, you know, sure to add a rookie or two, but is worrisome. You know, it certainly is. And, you know, is the offense going to be as dominant next year? I have some concerns there. This piggybacks into the one thing I mentioned, you know, is the Eagles cornerback situation. Uh, is glaring. I mean, uh, to me, they have <laughs> they have Jalen Mills and Ron Brooks, and that's about it right now. I'm not being critical. You know, in this situation, I'm fine with it because I really like what the Eagles did to make Carson Wentz's life easier. 
I think they'll get more out of Torrey Smith than certainly in San Francisco did. And I think Jeffrey's set up to be a star there. I think Wentz is going to be a star. You know I, my thoughts on that. I think they need a big running back to complete that offense. But they have offensive line depth. They've got a bevy of receivers. So I think they handled the offseason to this point very, very well and prioritized Wentz's development in the offense more so than defense. And I always say this. Nelson Aguilar led the Eagles in wide receiver snaps last year. That's not going to get it done. So they signed Chris Long today, and I think he's useful. But I still think they will draft a defensive end pretty high. Um, A defensive tackle would be nice to fill the Benny Logan role. But by far, their biggest need is corner. They have Jalen Mills and Ron Brooks. So it wouldn't shock me if two of their first four picks are corners. I mean, they might go... They might go back-to-back, corner-corner, round one and two. I mean, and I wouldn't have a problem with that. But this is an awesome corner class. Um, they do have the first-round pick from the Sam Bradford trade. It's kind of a gift. Um, and I think there's a very good chance that that goes to corner. Um, if it isn't, I think it would be a defensive end. Uh, maybe Leonard Fournette. I mean, uh, that's just one guy. That one, the one thought there that to really complete the offense. But I do think that they will draft two corners very early. Uh, maybe even back-to-back, which, you know, isn't unheard of. And it's certainly a very important position that they want to get better at and would be younger. And there's a lot, a lot of talent in this corner class. Progressive brings you Flowetry with Flow. When Flow flows, she flows in the know. Mind ruminates the rates. Shown them all, I heed the call. Seeing the rest, I choose the best. Sometimes it's ours, sometimes it's not. When the fox walks, is it called a fox trot? That's a real question. Compare Progressive Direct rates with competitors' rates. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. All right. I guess we're going to stay within the East here. And the last team we're really going to talk heavy about is Washington's run defense. Whew. That's I look at this team as a descending team right now. They really struggled against the run last year. Averaged four and a half yards per carry, you know, allowed from by the defense. They let their best defensive lineman, Chris Baker, go to Tampa Bay. Man, I didn't understand that at all. I mean, I really liked Baker. And they added McGee, Stacy McGee and Terrell McClain. And those guys are going to probably have to play a lot of snaps, and they're not bad, but... I would rather have Baker than both of them. Um, they also signed DJ Swearinger. You know, he's a downhill thumper safety, um, which is interesting because they used a second-round pick last year on Sua Cravens as a guy I really like, too, as an athletic, um, played linebacker by name in his rookie year, but it's kind of they're moving him back to safety. He's certainly a strong, not a free. I don't know that it matters if you call him a safety or a linebacker. I do think Craven's role is going to be the same. Match him up on tight ends, play him closer to line of scrimmage. Schweringer is a similar type of you know uh, safety as well. Neither one do you want to be you know single high. That's for sure. You know neither one of these guys is Ed Reed. That's absolutely for sure. So yeah, I think you'll get some safety support against the run, but in the end, they're true linebackers are really bad, in my opinion. I mean, they're second-level guys. I like their edge pass rushers, especially Kerrigan, obviously. But their defensive line linebackers in their base 3-4 is rough, man. I mean, you think about that interior five. You know, if you, if you line up 
a 3-4, which is basically a 5-2. And you take the guy, the edge guys out of the equation, and you just go DN, nose tackle, DN, and then the two linebackers lined up behind them. Whew, that is a major, major weakness to me. So therefore, I mean, is their run defense going to be any better? I don't think so. I mean, I think in the, you know, they've made a couple little moves, but in a way they've kind of ignored what was the biggest weakness of their team last year. So this has me concerned. I mean, everyone's talking about the offense. What, what's Cousins going to do? Is he going to end up in San Francisco? Is, uh, you know, how long is he going to be a Redskin? And they you lose your top two receivers and you bring in Pryor and Doxon needs to step up and, they need a running back, and all those things are great. I mean, they're all worth talking about. Don't get me wrong; we've talked about it plenty. But that that five, you know, that that pyramid on the inside is really soft, and I think that's not going to go well for the Redskins. And not a great draft to address it either. So, before we wrap it up, I'm just going to use a, you know just a couple of the honorable mentions that I. I wanted to say just like yesterday, yesterday with the AFC, this is the NFC. The Cardinals, their offensive line needs addressed. Their cornerback position needs addressed. Honestly, I could name 10 needs for them. You know, I wouldn't say all of them are gaping, you know, like some of these ones we talked about. But boy, Arizona needs everything. Everything but running back, in my opinion. You know, they need another receiver. They need a quarterback of the future. You know, making up for Calais Campbell's loss. You know, making up for Jefferson's loss. I don't think Carolina will go tackle because they signed Khalil, but I think they still have a major need there. I'm sure they disagree with me, but they definitely need a running back. And I, I'm a Stewart believer, but you got you got to move on and you got to find the young guy. And I'm sure they will. Uh, the Bears, I think they absolutely need another wide receiver, and I think their secondary still needs serious attention. Um, the Lions, I have entire defense down for the Lions, which is the same thing I had for the, the Colts. I really think they need everything on defense. They need a safety, they need a corner, they need two linebackers, they need a D-end and a deep tackle. Right, their entire defense. It wouldn't shock me if 90% of their, de- of their picks are defensive draft picks. Packers have done nothing at corner. Uh, that's still a major hole. There's talent there, but it's young. The Rams need more offensive line help. Whitworth is a very good start, but not enough. Uh, they also could use a corner and a safety and wide receiver. Uh, that team's not looking so great. Uh, the Viking guard situation still needs upgraded. The Saints certainly need a edge pass rusher. I think that'll come very, very early in the draft. Giants absolutely need a tackle, uh, as does Seattle. And, and tackle more so than guard there. Seattle also needs a corner, you know, and I think that'll come in the first two rounds of the draft. Tampa really needs a safety, but uh, they could also use a running back. A lot of teams could still use a big running back, but that's going to do it. Just a little quick get together. And like I said, tomorrow we have a very good draft guest. And then I think I'll do Twitter Thursday and that'll wrap the week. So adios over and out. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How.
at participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17